Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Daniel Jose Older. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun. I really had fun doing this. I love reading it out loud, and it's always just a pleasure to do it and get directed and learn about the different voices and the different words and make up voices and just have a good time. So the words come to life in a new way when you get to say them out loud. Now it's a lot more than one word, but that was my explanation. I first saw Star Wars when I was tiny. <laughs> I think I was three. Return of the Jedi was probably the first movie I saw at the movie theaters. And I saw it many times. Actually, the first time I saw it, I believe I had to leave when the Rancor came out. But it didn't matter because I was in love and I'm still in love. I've just loved that world my whole life. People have asked me, you know, like, oh, what's it like writing characters that you didn't make up? And honestly, I wondered that too before I went into it. But it really just felt like walking around in my own imagination just as much as writing Shadow Shaper or the Bone Street Roomba. I, I felt like I was home because, like I said, I've just been living in this world in my head, you know, for my whole life. So it wasn't a stretch. It was just a great time. And it was one of the most fun times I've ever had writing a book. This story itself, you know, I think a lot about friendship. And I think that the Han and Lando relationship is so much about friendship. And so while there's a really gripping adventure at the heart of this book, there's also a story about two men who have lived a lot of their lives knowing each other, relying on each other, being mad at each other for various failings. And I think that's an amazing story to tell. We don't see enough about friendships in stories sometimes because we get so caught up in romance. And it's cool to have the different dynamics of friendship play out, whether it's fighting and forgiveness or looking to each other for life advice in difficult times. All those things, I think, are really cornerstones that are just really interesting to explore in the midst of a great space adventure. Narrating my audiobook was about what I would expect it to have been. I've done it before. I did it for the Bone Street Roomba books. So I, I knew what I was getting into. I did really enjoy um, Kevin's direction and just getting to hear a different person's take on my own words. You may or may not know this, but I'm kind of a casual person in general, particularly in my writing style. It was really cool to hear him key into that and ask me to narrate it even more casually. And because I love when it feels like someone's telling you a story, you know, across the bar or, you know, in a coffee shop or at the campfire. I mean, to me, that's the rudest story. So it's really great when a book feels that way. And I think audiobooks can do that, especially because we have tone and voice and all these different techniques that take it even beyond the written word. So it was cool for him to really bring out that aspect of my own writing. Playing Han Solo, <laughs> it's hard actually. I'm not good at impressions. I can do character voices that I make up, but I don't consider myself a good impressionist. So I did my best. It wasn't easy. And it's Harrison Ford, who is, you know, a god. At one point, Kevin did tell me to deepen my voice a little because Harrison Ford's voice is deeper than mine, apparently. So I thought I had a pretty deep voice. I'm really bad at um, Shiree Wook. I can't do Wookie. I love Wookies, but I can't do it. I tried. I tried once and Kevin was like, okay, we're going to just, yeah, we have recordings for that. 
And I was so relieved because just that one feeble and pathetic attempt completely ruptured my vocal cords and I was probably bleeding internally after it. It was also really interesting because, you know, Kevin is the dude that comes up with how things are pronounced in Star Wars, basically, not just basically, entirely. So I I come up with new planets and fashion styles and monsters, and it turns out that Kevin got to decide how those were pronounced, which is totally fine because I had no attachment to that. So it was actually really fun to hear him be like, wait, let me check my notes. Oh, it's actually Klepastera. I think in my head I had it as Klepastera, but I don't care. It's Klepastera, you know. (laughs) I'm most excited about the way that Mosine Parappa came out. That dude just... I could hear him really clearly when I was writing him. And you can tell because I actually had to write out the words phonetically because the kind of creature that he is, his mouth is shaped in a way that he can't completely make the sounds of the English language. And so it just has an interesting style to him already. And then he's a ham and ridiculous and he's kind of in love with Sanastaros. And so there's just a lot to work with. As a character, he does a lot and he has a lot of things to say and ways to say them. So I really just enjoyed creating him in a vocal way (laughs) on top of getting to create him on the page. He's one of my favorite characters in the book. If I wasn't going to record the audiobook, I mean, I would want Mark Thompson to do it, and he did. So <laughs> it's a perfect world because he is the voice of Star Wars. He's incredible. Outside of that, you know, Donald Glover would obviously be amazing for this project. I've always loved libraries. They are kind of a refuge in so many different ways. And I do just have lots of memories from my childhood of walking aimlessly through both libraries and bookstores and just wandering on the physical level, and letting my imagination wander, particularly with mythology. I think those were usually my favorite sections. And one book would lead to another that would lead to another, and some had pictures and some didn't, and it's just such an exciting place for the imagination to be. It's not a library memory, but in the seventh grade, my English teacher, Mrs. Inez Middleton, handed me an Octavia Butler book, Bloodchild, for just no reason that I can imagine. She just put it in my hands and gave it to me. And, you know, Octavia Butler is one of the pillars of science fiction and fantasy and really has guided my own career a lot in my own imagination, looking at the work that she did. That was really profound. And it was so profound that I didn't even realize the depth of it. I mean, I was, you know, 12. So it took me a while before it really burst. I was thinking of it as kind of like she just planted the seed I mean, I read it at the time, but later I realized the power of Octavia Butler's work and went ahead and just read everything she'd written. And that really was one of the experiences that made me a writer. Anika Noni Rose does the Shadow Shaper audiobooks, and she's incredible. So they're my books. I'm definitely shouting myself out. But really, her narration is bananas. So the last, honestly, it's true too, the last audiobook that I listened to was Shadow House Fall, narrated by Anika Noni Rose. It's amazing. Check it out. Oh! This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.